Welcome to the Journey Home Podcast. Life is full of twists and turns, and sometimes we get stuck or lost along the way. Our desire is to be a friend and resource to anyone who needs a little wisdom, advice, or encouragement on their journey. But most of all, we want you to know you're not alone. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Journey Home Podcast, and this is my first episode of the new year, 2021. Um, and I don't know about you guys, but um, you know our our holiday was was pretty low key, pretty restful. Um, uh, hopefully, yours was as well. Um, but it just felt like as soon as you know the new year came around, you know, kind of we kind of picked up where we left off in 2020, just more intensity, more just craziness, you know, um, you know, watching the events unfold um, in Washington, D.C. this week at our nation's capital, um, at the Capitol building. Um, you know, I'm sure the whole world is, you know, pretty much aware of what took place there. And, you know, that's just one thing, you know, the, the world, of course, is still navigating uh, this global pandemic that we find ourselves in, um, you know, and all the challenges that relate to it, you know, economic challenges, health challenges, um, relational challenges, you know, there's just so much that the world is still uh, facing, um, even in this new year. And so, um, you know, at a time of the year that's typically, you know, more hopeful and, and whatnot, you know, um, I know that many are still, um, in pain. I know many are still suffering. Many are still asking, you know, big questions. And so in light of all that, I wanted to start this new year with a new series. And I'm calling this series Truths to Build Your Life Upon. Um, of course, we know Jesus is the ultimate truth. And so he ultimately is the truth that we are building our lives upon. Um, but I want to, you know, dig and unpack, you know, different aspects of who Jesus is and and his what his character is what his kingdom is what his kingdom look looks like and how that affects our lives that's why I'm calling it truths um, because you know I just want to unpack different aspects of who Jesus is um, and what he does and what he wants to do um, and so of course you know th those topics are always I think timely you know I think we can talk about them at any time and they they can be helpful. But, um, you know, it just feels more um, important, more urgent in this moment where, where it feels like so many things are being shaken. Um, you know, the Bible talks about, you know, the Lord says, you know, several times in his word that, you know, there are times in human history where he is deliberately shaking things. Um, and in my opinion, you know, 2020 was a year where God was shaking many things. Um, and just to be clear, you know, he does not do this um, to torment us or to torture us. I know some see God uh, that way, but I, I, I don't see God that way. You know, it's, he's not just doing it to punish us or purely because he's angry, you know, at us. But it ultimately is for the purpose of purifying his church, right? Like the reason that he shakes things is so that what... Uh, the things that cannot be shaken will remain. And that, of course, is his kingdom and his ways, you know, um, and, and, and he does it really to purify his church. And again, this is my opinion, uh, but I do believe that 2020 was a year where he was um, shaking many things. And uh, but the, here's the thing is, you know, 
even though I don't think that has fully, you know, is, is complete or that things have fully settled. Um, but again, you know, I think we can focus a lot on what is being shaken, but there's another side to that conversation, uh, which is, you know, in order that what cannot be shaken will remain. And I think the question that I want to at least try to address is what is what are the things that remain true? What are the things that remain after the shaking? What are the things that are worth holding on to? What are the things that are worth building our lives upon? Um, you know, I'm sure some of you are familiar with uh, Matthew chapter 7. It's really the last uh, portion of what we typically call the Sermon on the Mount. Um, but Jesus says this in verse 24. He says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain fell, the rivers rose, and the winds blew and pounded that house, yet it didn't collapse because its foundation was on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and doesn't act on them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain fell, the rivers rose, the winds blew and pounded that house, and it collapsed. It collapsed with a great crash. And so, um, you know, I think it's very clear, you know, the storms have come. They are upon us, you know, uh, rains have fallen and, and Jesus makes it very clear, you know, there there is a difference between the the person who builds their house upon the rock and builds their house upon the sand. And again, I believe that the Lord in his mercy, I know it doesn't always feel like mercy, but it is his mercy because it's our chance to recognize, you know, if we have built our house on the sand or at least some parts of our house on the sand, you know, this is our chance to get it right. This is our chance to repent. And this is our chance to make sure that our house is built upon the rock. And of course, that rock um, is, you know, his word, but Jesus is the word. And so ultimately, that rock is Jesus, and he is referred to, you know, many times throughout the scripture as the cornerstone, the chief cornerstone, a precious cornerstone, you know, but but just foundational, you know, we have to make sure that our house is built upon that rock. And, you know, that doesn't mean, again, it doesn't mean that the storms won't come, but what it, but, but what it does mean is that when those storms come, you know, if our house is built on the right foundation, if our house is built on the rock, that we will stand through um, those storms. And, you know, that doesn't mean we won't be scared. It doesn't mean that, you know, we won't have, you know, all sorts of feelings about, about you know, the trials that have come upon us. But um, at the end of the day, we will be found standing. And so um, that's really what I want to address in this series um, for me, this is a this is a very urgent topic. It's a very timely topic um, because I believe, you know, as I'm looking at the church, I am I'm actually really questioning, you know, have we truly built our our lives upon this rock? Are, are our tribes are our lives truly built upon God and His character, His ways, His kingdom, or is it on something else? You know, and we cannot just assume. That just because we name the name of Christ, just because we call ourselves Christians, just because we've been born again, and just because we are, you know, faithful to attend our churches and serve and do all the, you know, the, the, the things that we do, it doesn't automatically mean that all of our ways 
are his ways. It doesn't mean that all of our lives are built upon that solid rock, you know. Um, you know, there are, there are, there is something to be said for examining our lives and our doctrine as as the apostle paul exhorted timothy you know he said to examine your life and your doctrine and there's nothing wrong with doing that you know and and i think that if we're honest we will find that you know of course i think that some of the some of what we built upon our lives upon is is right you know it is the lord and we put our trust in him but there might be different parts of our lives that will recognize you know we haven't fully entrusted to him or we haven't fully uh chosen to believe his word and trust in his word you know and so you know those are the kind of things that i want to explore in this series um and just uh you know to take it a step further you know of course i i want to share these things so that we can you know so that we can withstand the shakings that are to come but ultimately my end goal um because I believe it's the Lord's end goal, is that the church would become that pure and spotless bride um, that he is committed to. And, you know, I think in times of chaos and uncertainty, you know, you know, the church and even people in the world, you know, we, we gravitate toward end time prophecies, you know, you know, we love to ask ourselves, you know, is this the end of the world? You know, is this the book of Revelation uh, coming to pass, you know, and, um, and, you know, I believe in end time prophecy and there are many aspects to it. But here's one end time prophecy that I will I will give you that you can take to the bank. OK, and it's this that the Lord before Jesus returns, before Jesus comes back, he will have for himself a pure and spotless bride. It's in his word. He's committed to that process and he is ultimately the one who is working to prepare that bride for himself without spot or wrinkle. Um, you know, it's in the book of Revelation. You can look it up and, and read about it. You know, it's one of the things that we will see before the end. And it's for that reason that, you know, I believe that he does allow these shakings to come is so that we can get free, you know, of anything that's not him. We can get free of our idols, we can get free of our false allegiances and alliances that we've made, and we can 100% fully, uh, entirely give our hearts to Him, build our lives upon His Word. And, um, you know, that to me is the ultimate end game. It's not just so that, you know, we'll have stability and peace in our lives, though those are all good things, um, but it's ultimately because, you know, we are called to be that bride and also to help prepare that bride. And so it's for all of those reasons that I am sharing this, starting this series. And so I hope that it uh, will be helpful to you. I hope that it will encourage you and give you vision. Um, and so I hope that you will join me in this journey um, and we will um, begin next week. And so thanks for tuning in this week. Um, we love you. We believe in you. And um, know that the Lord loves you and he's committed to you and he's committed to uh, building your life upon that solid rock. And so um, join me in this journey. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us for today's podcast. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a rating and review. And we'd be especially honored if you would pass along the podcast or recommend it to a friend. 
Before we sign off, I just wanted to mention one of the most popular services we offer, which is coaching for individuals and couples. So on this podcast, we're able to share biblical truth, practical wisdom, but we're speaking on in very broad terms. That's just the nature of the medium, right? Uh, but what coaching allows us to do is to get into the specifics of your story or your situation and apply these principles in a more focused way. And while we can't promise that we'll always find a solution or resolution, many times we've found that it's helpful for people just to have someone to listen and process life with. Sometimes that's actually what we need the most. Um, so if that sounds appealing and you're still not quite sure, we even offer a free 30-minute session for new clients. That's a great way to try out coaching with no financial obligation. Um, you can find more information about coaching or our other services at our website, thejourneyhome.global. And finally, if you want to connect with us, you can email us, you can connect by social media. All of the links to our accounts are in the show notes below. We truly love hearing from you, and we promise we actually will read and respond to your emails or social media interactions. Um, so thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.